Hi, and welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday podcast with me, Dave Drimmy. In this podcast, I give you ideas, insights, information, and inspiration to help you achieve your potential in business and in life. So let's get stuck into this week's show. Hi there and welcome. It's Wednesday again and I'm so excited to have you on the show today because I'm going to give you two amazing resources to help you find your natural wealth pathway. One is free and the other has a nominal fee. However, both will act as signposts to speed up your journey to wealth. They're amazing. Now, before I share them with you, last week on the show, we had a wonderful conversation with the amazing Jamie McBrearty, where he shared with us the steps to combine mindset with creating wealth. And it's worth listening to a few more times because there are so many gems of wisdom he shared with us in the show, all highly relevant to today's show. Now, the challenge with building wealth is not that there's a lack of opportunity to build wealth. It's all around us. I mean, just look around at whatever's in front of you right now, this minute. A mobile phone, a car, a piece of clothing, an airplane, or a vaccine, maybe. Wealth is first created in the mind in the form of an idea before it is created in reality. And that's really important to remember. Right now, I'm in the process of refurbishing a farmhouse where I'm installing two 150-metre-deep boreholes that will feed the ground source heating and supply heating to my new home directly from Mother Earth. How amazing is that? No oil, no coal, just natural power. Astonishing to think that this technology was not available a few short years ago. But I digress. Back to wealth, and when you look at the successful people who have built and kept their wealth, there is a pattern. First, they know the strengths and work every day on their strengths to improve them and delegate their weaknesses to others. The trouble is in the Western world, we are taught to focus on our weaknesses, get better grades in those subjects and essentially create a balance between weaknesses and strengths to get the grades to get a good job or get into university. But does this really work in creating wealth? Well, what do you think? Has it worked for you? For me, I completely get where you're coming from. I started out life um, on a farm, and then my first job was as a quantity surveyor, eventually rising through the ranks to become a chief quantity surveyor after 18 years. But I can't say I woke every single day excited to go to work. Know the feeling? Yeah, you probably do. I did the work, but didn't enjoy it most days because I was not playing to my natural strengths. So when I stopped and w walked away from quantity surveying, I started a business, I had success, and I failed. So I started a new business, and then through various iterations, learned that I should focus only on my strengths. But that came through help from mentors and coaches and some wonderful, wonderful people that came into my life. Now, to help you on your way, perhaps you've heard of something called the Myers-Briggs personality test. It was one of the first tests I came across, and I think it's, it's really superb. Now, basically, it's a simple test that helps you to discover whether you are an introvert or an extrovert. But it goes a little deeper than that. And if you go to www.16personalities.com, so that's 
www.16personalities.com, you can take a free personality test and you will get four letters which show you specifically which one of eight introverted types or eight extroverted types you are. So 16 personalities, that's eight introverted types or eight extroverted types. It's not perfect, okay, but my whole family did the test and we learned lots about each other. In fact, interestingly, um, I've got twins and my son has exactly the same personality as myself and my daughter has the same personality as my wife. Now, that's a little bit odd. It probably won't happen with you, but it, I just found it fascinating anyway. As you can tell, I like a bit of research. Now, what 16 personality or what Myers-Briggs does for you, it helps you to understand the best relationships for you personally in business and in life as well, the best career type, etc., etc. It's brilliant, okay? Now, if you're an introverted type, then you have uh, definitely got more of an analytical mind and you should look for ways of making your wealth using that strength, okay? And if a born extrovert, you should look at building relationships and networks of people. So I, I truly encourage you to go to www.16personalities.com, that's 16personalities.com, and take the test. It's, a, it's Honestly, it's a great start. Now, another profile test which um, I moved on to, which I think is really, really, really helpful, something called Wealth Dynamics, which was created by Roger Hamilton. Now, Roger was originally training as an architect, but he, oh, he's, he's got an amazing story. Google Wealth Dynamics by Roger Hamilton. It's fantastic. The whole story, everything's being created. It's really superb. And, and the guy's fabulous. Okay. So take the test to find your path. And, and basically, wealth dynamics in a nutshell, many people think that there are hundreds of routes to wealth, okay? With wealth dynamics, you'll see that there are actually only eight paths to wealth. That's eight paths to wealth. And that one of those paths is the correct path for you. These paths are highlighted by the successful people who have achieved wealth through following their natural path. That is to say, they, they found the wealth dynamic match that suited their talents. OK, I mean, could you imagine Richard Branson as a footballer or Bill Gates as a fishmonger? Probably not. OK, no, they discovered the talents they were born with and capitalized on them. They followed a path that they loved, their path of least resistance, and they excelled at it. Wouldn't you like to find your path, benefit from your natural strengths and excel? OK, so... Let's take a, a brief look at each of these eight wealth profiles, okay? Now, the thing is, we all have strengths and weaknesses. Some people are much better at communication than others. Some have a keen eye for detail and others don't, okay? Some people are really creative and can come up with good ideas all the time. Others are good at implementing those ideas. All of us have a unique flow which defines who we are. No matter how hard you try with self-examination, it's not always possible to discover your real flow. And believe me, I've tried all sorts of things, okay? Now, you can ask others to describe your strengths and weaknesses, and this can help to an extent, 
but it rarely provides the full picture. Most successful people know that they have this unique flow and take steps to identify it properly and capitalize on it. They understand that playing to the strengths and following their path of least resistance is the easiest way to success. Now, once you understand who you really are, then you can take the appropriate action and achieve success a lot more easily. You can focus on what you're naturally good at and then get other people to do the things that you're not good at. So if you're good at meeting people and selling your products and services to them, basically then focus on that. If you are not good at telemarketing and making the appointments that you need to meet with potential customers, get someone else to do it who's good at doing that specific activity, all right? Does that make sense? I hope it does. So what I want to do is tell you a bit more about the Wealth Dynamics uh, Personality Profile Test before I get into the detail of how it's actually helped me. So Wealth Dynamics actually state there are only eight routes to wealth and that each of these routes represent an entrepreneurial personality type. Wealth, in this case, is not about money or possessions, but your natural flow. This means doing what you know you should be doing. When you follow your flow, everything that you do will feel right to you, okay? So here are the eight wealth dynamics personality profiles, and just listen to them and see which one resonates with you, okay? First, we have the creator. Now, if you're a creator, then you add more value when you are free to create. Creators are not detail-oriented and they rely on intuition rather than facts, okay? So the creator, think of the creator being at 12 o'clock on a clock face, okay? They are great with coming up with new ideas, but this often leads to businesses having a lot of new projects started but never finished. Sound like you? Possibly. Now, number two is a mechanic. Um, and I don't mean mechanic with cars, but a mechanic uh, who basically builds systems. A mechanic does not get involved with the creation process, but will develop supporting systems and come up with ideas to make the business look fancier, more likable and saleable. Mechanics tend to be perfectionists and they are good at finding better ways to do things, and they surround themselves with others that support them. Number three is the star. Now, stars have charm and magnetism, and these are their biggest assets, okay? They have an inner confidence and have no problem taking the lead and being the centre of attention. I'm sure you know lots and lots of stars. Stars are naturally good at creating brands in and around themselves. So just look on social media and see the, see the starlets there, okay? They don't always make good managers as others that cannot do what they do often frustrate them. Now, supporters. This is a really interesting one because this is my profile. Supporters tend to be good at leading teams of people to meet objectives. They usually have a lot of energy and enthusiasm. They're good networkers who know how to bring people together. With one phone call, they can find the right people. 
supporters depend on creators, mechanics, and stars to start the whole thing off. This is so, it was so enlightening when I first discovered this. Next, we've got a dealmaker. Dealmaker's number five. A dealmaker knows when the time is right to strike. Dealmakers are very good relationship builders and they are constantly engaging with people. Their sense of timing is excellent, but they fall down when it comes to cash flow and accounting, and they will often risk everything without even realizing it. Now, for me, you can actually step into a couple of profiles. I'm partly, mostly supporter, partly deal maker, and um, it's just fascinating as I learned about this. So I hope this is helpful for you, by the way. Number six, trader. Traders are very good at hunting down the best bargains and will not tolerate anything inferior when they know that something better is around the corner. Does that sound like you? Possibly. They also have an acute sense of timing. Traders usually work day to day rather than having longer term plans. Next, we have an accumulator. An accumulator prefers to stick with a successful system. They discover a path, show patience and discipline and then work very hard to achieve their goals. Brilliant thing about accumulators is that they like to collect appreciating assets. You know, accumulators dislike risk and like to surround themselves with as much information as possible before making a decision. Now, lords, lords prefer to operate behind the scenes and they will quietly generate wealth through the control of cash generating assets. They control property portfolios and large companies, but you will rarely see them. Lords are most effective when they have control. They're analytical, they're cautious and meticulous, and often seen as controlling. They watch every single penny. So those are the eight profiles. Now, how I use my wealth dynamics test results. Now, after I went through the, the personality profile process and, and fully understood it, I realized that I was spreading myself too thin in my business. I was trying to do everything from marketing and sales to customer service, literally everything. It is not possible to be really good at all of these things, but I accepted that doing everything was a norm for a small business owner due to my previous experiences. Now, once I learned this, um, I started to change. I started to focus on who I could actually work with. And because I knew the ideal individuals and types, it became easier. So as a supporter, I can't stop myself building connections and helping others to meet and build relationships with others in my personal network. It's a, it's a gift I have. Um, now, with Wealth Dynamics, I learned that my supporter profile combines perfectly with the profile um, of a, a deal maker and a star. So let me explain the, um, the steps to actually building wealth as a supporter. And your one will be different. If you take the test, you get a free report. But it's not free. You get a report which will act as a guide for you, by the way. Now, number one, building wealth foundation. Supporters already know many people and are undoubtedly a popular person around town. But in order to create your foundation, for wealth as a supporter, it takes a clear strategy 
to connect what you already have together with your natural talents and time to one or more wealth creators. That means packaging your network and your team. So focusing on building a reputation and network around your area of greatest passion then connecting with deal makers and stars who will connect you to an even more of the right people to know. Number two, moment of wealth creation. Now, supporters maximize the time that they invest in pinpointing and developing their areas of greatest contribution to the prospective or actual wealth creators they're going to support. That means spending time with them and being clear on how you can add the most value, not just by clarifying where your strengths are, but by helping them to see where they are weakest and where they are entrenched in lower value activities. Now, three is value creation. And the value creation activities you need to focus on as a supporter are in building and nurturing the relationships with the wealth creator and with your network, including the team players working with you. Building trust and commitment are the two greatest areas of importance. Value ownership for you, the, the value that you need to own is the relationships themselves as a supporter. More importantly, the relationship with the wealth creator or creators. Without this ownership, no matter how good you are, wealth creation will be limited. But note, Ownership is not simply a contract, although that is important, and it's not about constant proximity. It's about unwavering trust and reliability. Now, number five is leverage. So how do you leverage when the value is in the relationship? It's done by systematizing your time, your knowledge, and your resource base to understand how you can magnify your areas of greatest contribution. That means every great supporter helps those people in their network. Now, number six is securing cash flow. Many supporters go through the entire process and then fall down on the final step. They end up delivering fantastic value, but have nothing to show for it but their salary. Now, Steve Ballmer didn't become wealthy from his salary. He became wealthy from his shares in Bill Gates' company. He brought value to the company. Similarly, you must secure a cash flow linked to the success of the wealth creator. That means make sure you have an equity share or profit share of their company and make sure it is large enough share and they are good enough wealth creator that the end result will be a worthwhile one. So there you go. That's the six steps that you must put in place to, to, to build wealth as, as a supporter. So when you do the wealth dynamics test, you're going to get a, a report that will instruct and guide you on how to use those six steps for your wealth creation. So here you go, an opportunity to take a simple set of tests to better understand the inner you as it relates to building wealth. I'll pop the two tests in the show notes, but I strongly encourage you to Google www.16personalities.com. That's 16personalities.com. And also Google Wealth Dynamics and take both tests. You know, there's a few dollars involved but um, in taking wealth dynamics, but I promise you, 
it'll pay back thousandfold. Now, understand they are simply signposts, all right? Uh, however, they are based on millions of data points and have been used by some of the most successful people in the world. So now it's your turn. And next Wednesday on the Wealthy Wednesday show, we are going to dig into which business is best for you based on the Wealth Dynamics profile. So tune in then and let's give you a flight plan to wealth based on your own natural strengths. Thanks for listening to the Wealthy Wednesday podcast with me, Dave Drimmy. Check the show notes below for further details on this week's episode, including links to resources mentioned in the show. And if you haven't subscribed yet, you'll find us on Apple, Spotify, and all good podcast apps. See you next week.